Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. I've actually got quite a fun subject to talk about today, something that I think you'll really enjoy. So without further ado, let's just get on with it. Today, we're going to talk about how to enjoy trading on Betfair. So one thing that I kind of want to resonate with you, with everybody listening, whether you're a member whether you're totally new and you're thinking about becoming a member or whether you've literally just heard of Betfair today. I want everybody who's involved with Betfair trading or betting in general to be enjoying what they're doing. Why is that? Well, the reason is that for me, the most important thing about Betfair trading is to have fun to enjoy what you're doing, to enjoy the sport of trying to beat the markets, trying to be better at predicting what's going to happen than the markets are. The thing is, to me, Betfair trading is the best game in the world. It's the most fun thing in the world. I like nothing more than proving the market wrong time and time again. There's just something exhilarating about it. There's something exhilarating about the competition of going, yes, I can beat Betfair. I can beat the market. And I know my stuff when it comes to talking about football, cricket, horse racing, whatever. I know that I can beat the markets. And it's the most fun game in the world. So why am I bringing this up? Well, I think that most things in life are actually can be boiled down to the fact that we're all playing games, right? Virtually everything we do is some form of game. I was thinking about this the other day. Most hobbies are a game. Fishing, tennis, football, you know, board games. I play a lot of, I love board games. I play board games. Not like Monopoly and Scrabble, more like, you know, the the kind of geekier complex ones. I I love those kinds of games computer games right literally these things have games in the title game of football right playing a game of football so most hobbies are games most jobs are games you know when you actually break it down and 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 what it boils down to if you work in mcdonald's kitchen the game you're playing is trying to cook fries quick enough to fulfill the orders i mean it's actually a computer game Um, called Overcooked, which is exactly based on that premise. You know, it is essentially a game. That's what that boils down to. If you fail that game, you're probably going to lose your job. (laughs) There is a big downside to failing that game. Um, If you work at Asda delivering groceries, you've got to go and find the groceries in the store. You know, you've got to go and do that in, in in the same amount of time. You know, just it when you actually break things down you'll be amazed at how much of life the the life we live what we choose to do our journey is it's it's essentially just one big game and to me betfair trading is the best game i love betfair trading i have done since i was 16 the first time i actually got onto betfair i was uh for some reason back then i mean you you know you've got you've got to remember we're talking about the early two very early noughties 2000s and the internet didn't really have much protection available so you know you could use a debit card and get on betfair 
and just you know pretend you had a different age. It just wasn't that those kind of checks back then. You know, um, they didn't even check IDs back. I mean, you know, it's it's a bit of a wild west in a way. But it was a great foray for me, um, and it quickly just became a passion of mine that was pretty much at the top. And from that day forward, all I really wanted to be was a professional trader. Um, now, I had a hell of a journey to get there, and I, I had to work really hard. And, you know, for me, in my journey, I didn't have BetfairTradingCommunity.com. I didn't have a service like that that could literally walk me through the process. I had to kind of work that all out on my own, and that was hard, and it was very time-consuming. Um, you know, I I wish I had Betfair Trading Community because, you know, some of those earlier years of struggle that I had could have been eliminated. But that's not the point of this podcast, right? I've always enjoyed the game. But what sometimes makes me feel a little bit sad is when I see people, traders, sometimes members, but, but often not, and they email me or, or I see a comment that they talk to me on YouTube and they say, oh, I'm not enjoying it or, oh, I've, you know, I've made all these mistakes and I'm packing it in. Or just people who are still trying Betfair trading but have fallen out of love with the game. And we hear that phrase a lot, right? Falling out of love with the game. I, I've, I've heard a few times that Andre Agassi never liked tennis and yet it's given him an incredible life that most people would absolutely love and then you go back to his past and look at how he's brought up and the kind of abuse he suffered in tennis then you kind of get it right you know you can fall out of love with things sports you know sometimes I'm higher on other sports than than I normally am at the moment I'm riding quite high on football um, American football is always up there for me. But some sports you don't watch as much. I'm, I'm going to give you a good example on snooker. I used to watch loads of snooker as a kid. I used to love it. I still like the sport, nothing wrong with it. But I don't watch, I don't really watch the World Championships. I might watch the fi- a bit of the final. Um, and, and you can probably think of examples of that in your life. Um, so, relating to Betfair trading, what actually changes? I think that for a lot of people, they start to fall out of love with it because they're overdoing it. They're pushing it too much. You know, I'll give you a a real life example of this to kind of relate back to what I mean. So tennis is a really good example for me because it's, it's a hobby that I play. And there are times with tennis where I'm doing it every day. I'm obsessed. I'm, I'm almost like addicted to tennis. I'm, I just want to go and hit balls over and over and over again. I want to practice my serves. I want to. I want to go out and hit winners. I just love playing tennis. But what what tends to happen is that if I overdo it, I'm playing every day and I'm going through the motions and I've come off court sometimes and I realise I didn't actually enjoy it today. I didn't enjoy that. And the reason was that I was just doing it too much. I was putting too much pressure on myself to play well. And ultimately, when things weren't going well or I wasn't playing well, I was just kept trying harder and harder and putting more and more time and effort into it during a week, time that I don't really have. And what would end up happening was I'd just get disillusioned. I'd get fed up with it. 
So recently, especially with it being winter as well now, or we're coming towards winter, I was thinking, I'm going to reduce my time. You know, I'm fed up of getting injuries. I'm fed up of overdoing it. I'm fed up of getting migraines after playing for too long. Why don't I just reduce my play? I'll do different things on the other days, maybe do some weights, a little bit of yoga to help with my bad back and stuff. But I can do other things. And then because I'm not doing as much of it, I should, in theory, enjoy the tennis more. And it's interesting because I played on Monday and I played one set with doubles. Um, and what what tends to happen is in, in the sort of socials, setting what we'll do is you know the the player so there was four of us and the player who is the best player will go with the worst ranked player etc um and i, I kind of play at a fairly high level i'm not massively high level but i'm a decent player so often i will be the number one player in that scenario which which isn't you know a boast because ultimately what it means is that you often get a partner who really struggles so it's quite difficult because you're often playing two very competent players and often you'll get a player who is less competent. Let's just say that, right? To put it nicely. And we played one set and we lost 6-2. Um, it wasn't particularly close, but I felt like I was playing well. And I came off the court happy because I'm playing less. Because when I do play now, it's an exciting thing to do. And I'm playing enough to keep good at it. You know, if I can play a couple of times a week, I know that that's plenty to keep my level up and still improve. Because ultimately, you know, a lot of the improvement comes from figuring things out. The same with trading, right? You don't have to be trading on the markets all day, every day to get better at trading. In fact, sometimes I think that kind of overkill will make your trading stagnate you know, you'll plateau and you won't improve as a trader because you have to take that time out to sit back and reflect. And one of the things for me to reflect on was, was I enjoying it? Well, at that time, no, I wasn't enjoying the tennis. And now I can come off court losing 6-2 and still enjoy it, feeling that I, you know, if I put in a good effort and try and play my best, that's ultimately what matters. Now, that's interesting because a couple of months ago, I could not have imagined that scenario in my life. I'm so competitive and I hate losing so much that I could not have imagined a scenario where I came off a court losing 6-2 and feeling good about it, right? But the thing is, I renewed my love for the game. When I play now, it's the love for the game that takes over. It's not a sense of duty. This is how it should be with Betfair trading. You know, 99% of you listening are not professional traders. This is not your job. This is not your livelihood. Now, I hope that 99% of you listening, you want that to be because you should. It's such a freeing job to have. It's something that can give you ultimate freedom. And I have ultimate freedom. You know, I mean, a little bit of a tangent here, but you know I like to go off on them. When I, when I used to work, I used to have to book off the World Cup just think about that. If I wanted to watch a World Cup game, I'd have to book off the days if it was in a different country where the hours were during the day. The same with Wimbledon. I'd book off Wimbledon every year. I'd have to book all of these things off. 
you know, can you imagine? Well, you can because you'll be working those jobs yourselves. That is crazy in a way. Now, if I want to watch the World Cup, I sure as hell going to watch as much of the World Cup as I want to. If I want to watch Wimbledon, I'm sure as hell going to watch as much of it as I want to. If I want to watch American football and stay up late, I don't have to worry because no boss the next day is going to give me a hard time if I come in looking tired. That's the truth of it. That is the freedom that trading can give you. And it's an incredible freedom to have. And it also makes you money. You know, when I see people who go through the steps that we advise and they put the effort in and in the long run, they end up profitable. And that's fantastic for us. That's what we love to see. And I think that if you are one of those people who's struggling with Betfair, you've fallen out of love with it, you're not sure about trading or betting, what I'd say is scale it back. Maybe just try doing one or two days a week where you do it. What makes you fall out of love with it? I think for most people, it will be losing money, right? I mean, if I lose money, I can fall out of love with something pretty quickly, right? You know, something, let's face it, I could go out tonight and if I end up losing loads of money, you know, at an overly priced restaurant or an overly priced nightclub or whatever, you know, the next day I'll probably wake up thinking, I don't feel good about that. I'm not sure I love that experience. You know, I, I often think that a lot of adult life, as soon as you leave your house, you know, most of the activities that you try and do, people are just trying to take your money, right? That's how it feels to me. I feel like, especially in the world we're in now where prices are going up on everything, that everything just feels like a rip-off now. I don't know if this is just what happens when you get older and inflation happens, but, you know, um, crikey. I mean, I, I think I was looking at the the cost of a just a like holiday to Disney World in Florida the other day and even that's just gone up like two or three times the amount compared to what I looked at a few years ago when I when I was initially thinking of going so this is the thing right that you always feel that way and losing money is never a good feeling and and it shouldn't be right you shouldn't be happy to lose money so I feel like what happens most of the time people get disappointed is that they've overstaked. They put too much money in. They put money that they don't want to lose, that they can't afford to lose. And they've put that into their bankroll. And that's a massive mistake. So one of the first things I think you can do to enjoy Betfair more is to lower your stakes to something more enjoyable. Because if, and this is my point is, if you're not enjoying it, if you're enjoying it and things are going well and you are staking sensibly, then that's fine. Obviously you don't need to do anything. I'm directing this podcast at people who aren't enjoying trading on Betfair at the moment or have lost that spark that they initially had. I think one of the things you can do is reduce your stakes. I remember when I was learning that, let's say I did something stupid and chased losses, which I used to do a lot, and I lost, let's say I just lost, I don't know, £250 on one trade. I would then scale back and like start using £10 as my stake. And I would actually start making money again, but little bits of it, obviously. It's hard, you can't make as much. But remember, because you're not losing as much, actually, in theory, I was doing better because I was actually making a profit. And I'd start building and building again, gradually. And I'd actually quite enjoy it. Until eventually I'd recovered that loss. And it would take a while at those stakes. But the point was, 
I was enjoying the process. And this is the thing. I feel like if you're not enjoying the process of trading, I, do you know what? Honestly, and, and reply to me if I'm wrong, because I will be amazed by this. I think 90% of people who don't enjoy their trading are overstaking, are using stakes they're not comfortable with. Now, that could be one pound because you might not be ready to be putting money on things yet. You might still be learning. You might still be needing to test thoroughly before you do that. That's the truth of it, that actually any stake could be overstaking for you. But I know a lot of people who join. I mean, there was a guy the other day and, you know, God bless him. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. But you kind of just want to put your head in your hands because he bought our trading course. And before he'd even done it, he'd started trading. And then a couple of days later, he messaged me going, I've lost my bankroll. And I'm thinking, what? What the hell? Why? Why? Why wouldn't you just do the course? You know, actually do the course, learn to trade seek some advice from me and Ryan, and then start trading. And again, if you use my bankroll strategy that I've suggested, you can't lose your bankroll that easily. It's actually incredibly difficult because when you lose half your bankroll with my strategy, you would half your stakes. So it's virtually impossible to go broke using my bankroll method. And I think that's the perfect thing to do if you're a newer trader. But what I'm learning is that so few people actually do that and so few people actually follow the advice. Probably the biggest problem, the reason most people aren't enjoying Betfair trading is because either they're not part of BetfairTradingCommunity.com, which does give a lot of enjoyment. We do give a lot of joy. You know, not me personally, but I'm a part of it, but mainly the members. The members are just incredible on Betfair Trading Community. They are what give people joy. Um, but working together, believing in what you're doing, having confidence in your strategy, that all comes from sensible staking, testing your strategies properly, getting good strategies, getting good foundations, even if you want to make your own strategies, which most people do, get the foundations from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. Look at our strategies, look at the ones that have made money. I mean, crikey, if you'd followed my set and forget strategies over the last few months, you would have made a small fortune. You know, especially if you've been using, you know, 50, 100 pound stakes, but even at 10 pound stakes, you would have made, you know, a couple of grand. So that's the thing, right? That actually the reason that you're not enjoying Betfair is probably because you're not doing the right thing. And if it is because you are just trading every day and you're burning yourself out, why not just scale back to one or two days a week of actual trading? On the other days, why not have a couple of rest days, but also a couple of days of learning? You know, how you know, and maybe I'm preaching to the converted a bit here because if you're listening to this podcast, you're doing an amazing thing to start with. But find that love again because I can assure you, when you do, you will be rewarded with the greatest game that's ever been created. And if you use it well and if you do it properly, then actually it will be the most fun you have because nothing beats that feeling of beating Betfair. It really doesn't. All right, guys, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and it's helped you. Most importantly, make some money trading on Betfair this week.